Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. Today we're here for Mini Miller. Again, got about four questions, I think. Was that what I think we're at? Got some more questions in here. I always like getting these because it makes you think about different situations, different players maybe you wouldn't think about. I don't know. Just makes you think more about your drafts and stuff like that. So we're going to get into these questions. If you guys have any questions for us, you know, feel free to ask us questions on pretty much anywhere. We have questions here from YouTube comments, from email, from Instagram messages, all over the place. Get a hold of us, one of those places. And Twitter, we're at the FF Profit. Instagram, we are Fantasy Football Profit. FantasyFootballProfit.com is a website, and you can email us at FantasyFootballProfit at gmail.com. We'll be able to get to all your questions that way. All right, so we're going to start out with a little draft question here with keepers involved. It's kind of... This guy has a pretty good team here already, I'll say. His name, it's, this is Marco. He's asking us a question here. He has basically he's asking who will he should he pick at third pick here. He says this player can't be a keeper. That stuff's fine. Let's see here. All right. He already has Julio, Odell Beckham, which is just amazing to begin with, Martavis Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott. He's going to – looks like he will be able to get Zeke, Derrick Henry, Spencer Ware. So he's pretty stacked. They start one quarterback, two running backs – Two receivers, a tight end, a wide receiver tight end position. So no running back flex here. So you can only start two running backs. You can start three receivers. So we already went over a team that looks pretty good. Now he can choose between Antonio Brown, LaShawn McCoy, Mike Evans, Aaron Rodgers, and Gronk. He basically asked us to rank them because um, some of them will be picked. Um, at One of them will be picked before him. So we'll rank these in order of who we would pick and what, why, basically. I think I'm going McCoy, number one, because I'm looking at his team. He has two amazing receivers. And Martavis Bryant, I think, is a very good flex receiver. Running back-wise, he has Zeke, great number one. His number two is Spencer Ware at this point, a little iffy. And you have the Zeke suspension possibility there. That's where the worry comes in, so I think you go McCoy. Is, I mean, are you thinking the same thing at McCoy number one? Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, it's hard at times to pass up on Antonio Brown. It is. But with this team, I, I think McCoy makes a lot <laughs> oh, of sense. I, would, I mean, having Julio Odell and Antonio Brown, man, that is that's – I'm very interested in that. But I think you can really just make your team – but then Martavis Bryant just becomes he's, – he's on your bench. You don't even play him. Yeah. I think he's going to be good enough that you're going to use him. I think Martavis Bryant as a flex is better than – basically, it almost comes down to – do you think Mark? Because I think McCoy and Antonio Brown are very good, very similar. So it comes down to: Do you want to start Martavis Bryant or do you want to start Spencer Ware? Right. Yeah. In a I way, think Bryant. Right. And that, that's the thing too with his running back situation. Uh, Spencer Ware. You know, you wonder how much you know his carries will it will go down. Is he actually going to be the primary yep. running back? And then Ezekiel Elliott. So say the worst happens and Ware goes down and carries. And Ezekiel gets you know suspended for four games or something. All of a sudden, you're in a very tough situation for you know a third of the season. Yeah. Um, but if you have McCoy there, not a big deal. Your wide receivers are already great. Yep. Um, so that's why I would go McCoy, even though it's hard to pass on Brown. But Brown. here's the then, then here's the question too. After that, because we do like his the receivers, you can start all three of them. You go McCoy. If he's gone, do you go Antonio Brown and then Mike Evans in the next two, like in that order, or do you go for like the Rodgers and Gronk? and really beef up your team if the running back's gone. Think about that. If the running back's gone, you already have three very capable wide receivers, two great, great wide receivers, 
and one we think good receiver, very good receiver. So then, because there's the running backs out there, do you go with Rodgers? Because I think you'd go Rodgers over Gronk, maybe. I think at this point, that's kind of how I'm leaning. Would think about that though. Like that's where the thing comes in. Is it Rod? Is it for sure the wide receivers? I think it has to be. You I can't think, pass up. You can't that, pass up Antonio Brown. It's too. I think it's too high for for Andrews. And yeah. I assume you can trade in this oh, league. It's so close. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if you can't, you know, I, I think you, you could get, draft Antonio Brown, and you could get a lot more for him if you trade. You get some top running backs. For yeah. Him. So basically, I would go McCoy, Brown, Evans, probably Rogers, Gronk. Yeah, that's kind of. That's and, and luckily, you don't have to worry about that. So yeah. <laughs> you just hope McCoy is there, and if he's not, then I would go Antonio Brown. All right. Next question comes in from Charles. Charles, three weeks in a row, Charles has got questions in here. Which, Thank you, Charles. Yeah, like like hearing from Charles here. His question this week's pretty simple one though. What do you guys think about Des Bryant going in the second round? Is he worth his ADP? Basically, his ADP is about seventeenth right now. So if you're a twelve team, he's what the fifth player in the second. If he's ten team, he's t- closer to the back end. So are you comfortable picking Des Bryant there in the second round, basically? How do you feel? I, I mean, I have no issue with it. I, I probably have him ranked very similar to that. Um, I mean, really, it, it depends. higher. It, I mean, it, it, yeah, I probably do. It, it really depends on who you've drafted already, how you're making your team. Yeah. Um, I like Des. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of risk in him. I think he's going to be a wonderful wide receiver. He's going to put up good points on you. Um, did you draft running backs ahead of him is the big question. Yeah, um, it's it's situational for me, really. It depends if if you somehow like a Jai Howard Murray falls in that spot, I'm picking them over Des almost probably every time. Even if I already have another running back, I'm going to really beef up a running back. If I've gone wide receiver in round one, I might think about. It depends on to where this is in the second. If it's like directly in the middle of the second, and you don't have a quick pick right around the third. Maybe if if I already have a wide receiver like the, like an Antonio Brown Odell Beckham type. Mm-hmm. I might think of then, even if it's Gurley or Fournette, might think about them, I think, to get them over Dez if you don't think they'll be back around. Because then think about that. If you don't think Gurley and Fournette are going to be there, if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, do you really want Lamar Miller as your number one? So that's where I think Gurley and Fournette might jump up ahead of Dez. If you already went running back, I think Dez is above those guys. So it's very situational for me. You know what I mean? It's just – it's all about building your roster and making sure you don't want Lamar Miller. For me personally, that's I don't want Lamar Miller as my number one running back, that kind of thing. I don't really want Isaiah Crowell as my number one. Maybe some people are okay with it. But it's, it's very situational on who's there and who you draft for first round. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with drafting him. That's pretty much it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. That's not a reach. I don't think that's a reach at all. I think that's a perfectly fine pick. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with it. So that's pretty much, you know. Yeah, he shouldn't fall off. He he did fine in the games he played with Dak um, in that offense that was, yep. you know, a little bit changed up with uh, Easy and, you know, the rookies t- kind of taking a hold. Um, yeah, I, I don't worry about him at all. It, it really is exactly like you said. All right, we got Hunter sent us an email. He asked, pretty simple question, what do you think about Paul Perkins? <laughs> well, tell Hunter is actually tomorrow's episode. We're going to finish up our ranks of what running backs 21 through 40. We're going to get a lot more in-depth on Paul Perkins. He's probably just a little. I don't know what to exactly think about Paul Perkins yet. Well, the this is something we'll talk this out a little bit more. I think he's if you're getting him as a running back three, you're okay. I just don't know how good he actually is. That's pretty much it. I just don't know how good he is. So. Yeah, it, he will at some point he will be a value pick because it looks right now he's yeah. going to get the bulk of the work. Yeah. Um, and anyone doing that is going to be worthwhile. Um, 
where is he going to fall? That's the big question. So we'll get into that more. In some leagues, he's going as a fourth running back, and that's great value, I think. It just that, Yeah, that is, yes. All right, so I'm going to break up my phone here for the final one. Let's see here. We got James from Massachusetts. Jason. I can't get this guy's name right. Like, Jason was a good guy. Jason from Massachusetts. Ask us a little question here. And basically, this is going to come down to strategy again, how you're thinking. His question is, well, he's in a 16-team PPR three-player keeper league. So, you know, when you're in a league like that, it's I wouldn't necessarily worry about the keeper part of it to draft differently. I don't – not dynasty, yes, startup keeper. I don't worry about the fact that there's keepers. If I'm, if I'm in a keeper league, I don't even think about next year. I don't. 16-team league, though, it, there's a lot more players gone. So you have to think maybe a little bit more. So I might change some things, I guess. But he's basically asking, he feels like, should you get a great quarterback in second round? Should you, should you look at getting a quarterback – in the second round, because it's a 16-team league, basically, you know, it does. They are a lot more valuable when you get that many teams. Yeah. Those top guys, I think, become more valuable when the other guys are have to be starting. Like Andy Dalton has to start every week, and some of those guys, which are okay, but you don't want to be an every week starter. So it basically comes down to your strategy and how you feel comfortable with drafting quarterbacks. And again, I'll say in 16-team, it's basically so. Two rounds is 32 picks. And we've actually felt comfortable in a 10-team picking Rodgers at the end of the third and beginning of the fourth. So if you look at it as 10-team value, 32nd is actually in the fourth round of a 10-team league. So right off the bat, I have to say, yes, I do feel comfortable drafting Rodgers, I believe, towards the back half of the second. But there is risk when you do that, as in if you draft him at that point, you with that many players off the board – you could be hurting at running back. If I think it just comes down to, I think you have to. It has to be running back round one. Then it has to be like a Rodgers round two. It can't be wide receiver round one for me. And then Rodgers, because then you're going into the third with what at running back? I mean, you're going deep. Like, I mean, is Carlos Hyde me your number one? I mean, I agree. And if you're talking, you know, back end, <coughs> back end of round two. Usually that means, you know, hopefully you definitely can get one of those top-end running backs. Maybe even if not one of the top three that we love so much, you know, um, that second tier we talked about, which would be McCoy and Gordon. If you're kicking one of those guys, I think it would be acceptable to get Rodgers, knowing that in that type of a a league you do give yourself a a very much, you know, a a step ahead of other guys that are going to have to bring out these quarterbacks that are just not going to be on his level. Yeah. and plus, right after him, if you do it at the end, you come back around and you can probably get um, a guy right away and it won't necessarily go on a huge run. Yep. Um, it, it, it will become very, very tricky, though, because you, you start wondering about those runs and when they're going to come. If you didn't get someone in the second, right, Aaron Rodgers at some point is going to go. He's going to probably yep. go in the third. Um, if he goes, what happens to everyone else? Do they panic and do they start taking quarterbacks? You probably miss out on that first Yep. five quarterbacks and then after that you probably want to wait and then it gets very very uh dangerous if it another does. run happens you just have to watch it i think at that point I'm like there's a lot of quarterbacks i'm okay with and i don't even i don't need a quarterback to be my keeper i don't unless this league maybe this league does keep a lot of quarterbacks so i guess you know your league a little bit too but man i still don't man i just i just want i feel like you could get a big advantage if you somehow can get two at least top 15 running backs if you get two top fifteen running backs in this league, I think you have a pretty good advantage. I really so do. You're saying if you have if you're on the back 
back half of the first round, yeah, you're not the, you're not getting a quarterback in no, the top. No, I'm not because I think you can get two very. I don't, it's gonna be tough to see with even if you're like 14, you're not getting. It's a tough league. 16 teams is tough. It, it is. It is. The, it, the you're not as good, but every team's not going to be as good. So if I think if you can get. To me, I think that that's where running back breakouts are probably huge in that league. If you can get a running back to break out from deeper in the draft, I think you're in really good shape. If you end up with like a third running back that you can use. Because, I mean, right there, two running backs starting, 16 teams, 32 running backs are in a starting lineup every week. That's There's not 32 running backs getting all the carries. So yeah, Exactly. But it's just know your league and know your rules and just watch it. Every draft's different, though, too. So just see how the draft's going. I still like If you can get two good running backs, that's what I want to do. So I think that's it for the mailbag today. We'll be back tomorrow, finish up our running back ranks. We'll talk to you guys next time.